Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Christmas bowl of candy at your home waiting for you today. Hey, what do you put uh, in your bowl of candy at home? What are you talking about, Tom? Some people will ask. And I will respond that uh, when I was uh, a kid... And, and beyond, for that matter, my mother in particular and my uh, big sister and a few other people we knew would put uh, this big bowl of various kinds of candy. It could be anything from mints to uh, little candies of various kinds, uh, different colors, different uh, flavors. And uh, they were in bowls uh, put on furniture around the place. And you could uh, just take all you want, you know, and that, and everybody seemed to have liked it back in those days. Uh, not only was I unable to find any to find any good examples of this, I couldn't even find something spoken that uh, would illustrate what I'm talking about. Apparently, a lot of people don't have any idea uh, what exactly I mean by a candy jar or a candy bowl. But I'll bet you do, and uh, we, are, we are blessed here, and I do mean blessed, uh, by Marianne. Hello. Hello, and how are you? Why are we speaking with a British twinge to it? I don't. I wasn't speaking with a British twinge, but, um, you know, I have to figure out why my computer and my phone are not in sync. But, you know, I, I did the same thing that I did yesterday, which was I'm sitting what there happened? working. Yeah. And I'm on the computer, and it says 3 o'clock or 3.01, and then I hear you talking from in the studio, and I yeah. say, what's he doing? And then I realize I should go check and see, and then I came in yesterday, and it was I checked my phone. It was five minutes different, so then I realized today when I heard you again, oh, wait a minute. He's probably actually on the air, so that's why I came in. And I was on the air, you wasn't I? You were, in I? fact, on well, the air. Oh, gosh, you had that right. Countdown to Christmas. Let's see. Yeah, maybe that's it. The, it's actually the, a week from today. The big it? day is actually a week from today. Do you have anything uh, luscious and, and uh, looking forward to? For Christmas? You yeah. know, Tom, you haven't checked your little stocking. You know, I haven't. The elves may have come for you. I didn't even think about it. I know. The elves, this is something my mother started. Uh, I think it was her who did it. It might have been my grandmother. I don't know. But uh, when we were little kids... Uh, they would bring these little toys home. I mean, they were they were so ridiculous. Probably <laughs> in, in in a way they were. But I remember one in particular. It was uh, in the shape of a of a bear, and it was hollow, and it was very cheaply made. About as cheap yeah. as like a Mardi Gras uh-huh. uh, throw. You know, yeah. it was about in the, that category. Yeah. And yet. I remember to this day, obviously, because I'm telling you about yeah. it. Uh, even now, I remember 
uh, taking that and putting it in a bag or putting it on a shelf or something and, and cherishing that. And the, the weird thing is that it was it was purple, a purple. Uh, you have the saddest stories. Uh, Tom, I do. Tom, do you remember yeah. do you remember your Mr. Machine story? Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> I always wanted to to have a Mr. Machine. I know it's very sad. And uh, by the time we actually, what was the song? Uh, you know, I've got it around somewhere. I know but, you do. Um, gosh, I bet you, I, I, it's rattling in my brain. It's gonna be the, belted out sometime before this show is over. Uh, I'll bet. The man. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll 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 conjure yeah, it up. If anybody knows the the jingle for. Uh, the Mr. Machine. Mr. Machine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have sort of done something not like the elves, but along no? those lines. Hmm. Where and I what have would that just be? An enormous bag of stuff. Stuff. Yes. Is it stuffing, or is it uh, no, it's, in the um, other meaning of the word? No, it's stuff that's getting mailed out to the kids every day. Mm-hmm. Just little stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's fun, but it takes up a lot of time. And yeah. uh, but it's still lovely, and I, I really enjoy doing it. We do it. I do it every holiday. Mm. Well, uh, we did it too for a long time, and uh, I, that's why I'm so ashamed of myself that, that you could slip that by me and not have me realize well, it, wasn't it at me, all. Tom, it was the elves. The elves, yeah. The elves yes. were always on top the of that. Elves. And you never knew have, what you would. I thought I bumped into your stocking, and you had something in there from the elves. Yeah. All right, enough of this. Two six zero six three six eight. Tom, your almanac. <laughs> no, you know uh, this. I didn't we know did what this to, one yesterday. Well, we did half of it. Uh, if, if you look down, it's there's about the half of it. The long-suffering wife. What? I don't. I, I don't know why. How this happened, but it. The, you've got this little. This yeah. is usually a very, very accurate. Uh, there's a little. Um, uh, a couple of lines of copy here. So we missed the 17th. Is that what you're saying? No, you know no, we we, do, we did the you know 17th we do, yesterday. We should. That's it was on. It, no, you did the 18th yesterday. No, so, the 18th is today. So, the 17th was what wound up being. Uh, yeah, but on. but this is the one we did yesterday. Never mind. Hmm, it's not okay, even worth yeah. it. Okay. So you're asking about candy bowls. Candy bowls. That's right. I'm surprised you don't have a bowl of mints around somewhere. Oh, you do have a bowl of mints. I, I do. <laughs> it's right. I just filled it up. Tom has this mint thing that I'm going to, for my own sake and yours, not yeah. explain. But I thought I saw you. I thought I saw you sneaking into the house with a bag, and I thought it might be mints. Uh, yeah. There it is. Here it is. There it is. Well, Mint. you know, I don't, I don't know how this got started, but in the impasse, that's the chorus that I sing with, if I can pull together the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I have this, this little thing I do with them uh, as we end a, a section of the rehearsals, or we do a show, or uh-huh. we get to the end of it. Uh, I just give everybody a mint. And I just hand it to everybody. And they haven't had you picked up yet? Not yet. Uh, some of them think it's very strange. Uh, but, but you're used to that. You're and, used to that. Okay. But, but they, uh, they they seem to like it. And, Good. Um, I noticed that the best-looking ladies who are, and we have a few. You in, do? Yeah. In, oh, hmm. yeah. 
Really? Okay. So, yeah, uh, but uh, that's the least of their. Uh, yeah. Because uh, the, the way they sing is so it's, spectacular. Yes, right. Uh, uh -huh. So. Uh, you know, how can you even think about mints while you've got this great music playing? But uh, yes. that's, you know, the way I think or something. Well, anyway, back to the candy bowl. Yeah. Uh, candy bowls candy are bowls. It should probably ought to be a... kind of out of vogue. But I know that sometimes I go to someone's house and they have a candy bowl. And, it you know, usually it's those kind of lame kind of candies that you were just talking about, like the mints. But then sometimes it's really good, like mm -hmm. Hershey's Dark Chocolate Kisses. Uh, who's does that? Well, my brother, oh. who has the best of everything, and oh. so he um, he naturally would have the best candy bowl too. Uh, so uh -huh. he has he actually has actually an, a candy bowl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wh which one of your brothers is this? The one, the the rich one. The rich one. Okay. <laughs> He would laugh if he heard me say that, yeah. but that is absolutely true. Anyway, um, so, yes, they have this candy bowl. They have several candy bowls, but um, one of them is uh, full, filled with dark chocolate kisses. And if they're filled in there inside of a different kind of candy? No, no, this is dark chocolate kisses. Anyway, uh -huh. you know, do you remember hard candies of various kinds? Like I saw something mm -hmm. at, um, yeah, at World Market. World Market last weekend, and they had actual old-fashioned ribbon candy. Do you remember that? Oh, I sure do. And it was charming. All, all kinds of different flavors. So you could look up, you yeah. know, orange, banana, uh, uh, yeah. garlic, well, you know, frosting. Do you remember the time? <laughs> do you what remember in one of my, and this was not Martha Stewart. I want to make that no? clear. This one actually came out. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way, what is it? I tried the Martha Stewart tip with the avocados. Yeah. 15%. And it's been it? almost two weeks since we bought all those avocados. Uh -huh. And guess what? They are perfect in oh, the refrigerator. Yeah. They they are perfect. Are they ice cold still? Well, they were cold, but they were they were perfect. They were creamy. They were not rotten. It's it's a whole wonderful mm -hmm. new day. I can buy avocados now without asking myself the question as I'm picking it up. Now, is there really any chance you're going to eat this because it's going to be rotten tomorrow? Mm -hmm. I don't have to have that question anymore. I know that I can bring them home, put them in the refrigerator, and I will be able to eat them creamy not rotten and not tomorrow it's it's a wonderful new day anyway that's that's all uh, great to hear it but is but uh tonight the the prediction is that the temperatures around town will be in the 20s so what so, I, so i should so just put take them out the, and put them outside no no put them in the refrigerator <laughs> for sure you know they'll warm up the other way around put them outside yeah. i could just put them outside uh so anyway i um I mm -hmm. had this book. It was actually Skitch Henderson's book. I have Do you remember that book. when it's a, it's in the kitchen. Skitch oh, Henderson. That's my book. Do you want to have me arrested for using it? I mean, you make it no, sound I'm, like uh, I'm stealing uh, it. Most or people don't even know who uh, Skitch Henderson was, let alone uh, what he was doing in that book. But that's one of my favorite things. I I I, I pull it down off the shelf sometime during. Uh, uh, carnivals, no, excuse me, it's not the carnivals, uh, before uh, Christmas. Christmas. 
and I, I, I like reading through there because it's uh, he built out in the up in no, New England, and it was really cold, and they picked their own. Connecticut, yeah. Okay, and uh, it's just a delightful book. It is. It is. Unfortunately, anyway. he has passed away. Yeah. Well, he um, these books, there were two of them. Yeah. And one of them, I think, was called Seasons in the Country. Mm-hmm. And I forget what the other one was. But anyway. Um, it was holidays, all holidays. Yeah. And they had all of these family traditions. And his wife was Scandinavian, so she brought that to the table. And um, and they had this one. And they had recipes in it, too. And they had this one for making candy. Yeah. Now, I don't really follow recipes very well, and uh, so it's really it's really shocking when something I do comes out well because I'm just really mm-hmm. sloppy about stuff like that. So I decided I was going to make suckers. Suckers. Yes. Uh, if you ever tried stick? to make candy uh-huh. with a candy thermometer, it's yeah. very tricky to do. It is. And I actually did manage to do it. The kids and I made some suckers one year, and they were and they were flavored with different, you know, one There's was green, one there, was but... orange, and anyway, uh, I I had tremendous success with that. They were they were really good, and hmm. I was very proud of myself. Anyway, well, wonderful. That's my hard candy story. Yeah, I remember uh, my aunt Una, mm-hmm. who was my favorite aunt. Yes. And uh, she and just about all of her sisters, my my uh, mother grew up in a pretty uh, large bunch there. They I think there right. was twelve. Yeah. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Your I aunt. Yuna. My aunt Una, uh, always all around her house, and yeah. she wasn't what you would call rich. Uh, he, they weren't bad off or anything. Uh, his he's kind of famous in a way. He turned boys. But uh, that had nothing to do with this. Uh, anyway, they, uh, my Aunt Una used to buy these candies. They were hard candies, usually with some kind of wrapper around them. And they would be in a, in a bowl, and they were all over the place in their house. And you didn't even have to ask, you know, can I have another one of these orange ones here? And they would say, well, just help yourself. I think there might have been one aunt who uh, once in a while said, hey, you've eaten enough of these, uh, so get off and let me eat some of them too, buddy. All right, so candy bowls. Have we bored you enough with the candy bowls, folks? Uh, If not, there's plenty more to be had. All right, well, let me me turn this upside down. If you remember these kind of hard candies, they were, you could tell what they were by being irregular in their shape. And they were all different colors, and they actually tasted pretty good. Um, I think you'd probably pull it. Well, your standards for candy are not as high as mine. Well, well You're a peep uh, how eater. could there be? You're a peep eater, which a, automatically a relegates you to. Yes. Peep peeps, as, in as in peeps, peeps. the little yeah. marshmallow yeah, things. Yeah, I love those. I know you do. So mm. I'm saying if you're a peep eater, then your standards for candy are not very high. We're going to take a break. Bump, bump. We'll be we back. sure are. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. I'm gonna go check it. Here he comes, here he comes, greatest toy you've ever seen, and his name is Mr. Machine. Stop. He is real, he is real, and for you he is ideal, and his name is Mr. Machine. Just outside is clear. You can see every gear. The brightest, biggest gears. Every 
never seen. Mr. Machine. He talks. No, he walks as he walks. Oh, he's tugged and tugged. Along and round and round and round and round. You can take him apart, every gear and nut. But you can put him together and build him up. Wind him. Go on. Wind him. You can't break the spring, but you listen. You can't break the spring. Hear him ring. Here he comes. Here, comes, he, here comes. he comes. Greatest toy you've ever seen. Oh, and his name, his name is, is Mr. Machine. Mr. Machine. He is real. He is, he is real. And for you, he's a deal. And his name is Mr. Machine. Mr. Machine. Mr. Machine. Mr. Machine. I hadn't heard that in a long Doug, time. Doug, you're going to make Tom cry. But that was my... Uh, that was the absolute. That was the toy of your dreams. That was the toy of my dreams. Was this would have been in 1962, I think it was. Uh huh. And it was. Uh, I wanted that very badly. Yeah. For Christmas, and my parents didn't have any money at that yeah. time, so they they couldn't come up with that. But they did come up with a very cheap, cheesy kind of, uh, you know, poor sad people kind of uh, setup. And uh, you know it would move a little bit, and oh, it just it didn't break. work out. Yeah. But uh, oh well. I ha also have uh, my uh, uh, my uh, uh, what what do we call these things? And I wanted a pony, but I never got pony? that either. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this is a it's a it's your stocking, Tom. It's my Dig stocking. in it and get what's in there. There's something at the bottom. Yes. Yeah, so you All have right. to put your hand in. Put my dig hand in, in and get it. And on the front, it says uh, the simply is Tommy. Us. That's what, when I was a little kid, I was Tommy to everybody. And then I wasn't Tommy again until I worked at the Time Saver. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, this is great. I love this. World Market, they packages these uh, coffees that come from all over the place and with unusual uh, components and unusual um, flavors in it, too. This one is Holiday Blend. It says here, ground coffee, a dark, rich, slightly smoky blend uh, of aged Sumatra, Sumatra, excuse me, Sumatra Arabica beans. Perfectly roasted, says here. Yeah. That's so interesting that you should, or somebody should the have, elves, the have elves sent this to me them. because just today I was grinding some some uh, some of these Sumatra coffee. Well, just it, to take it out of the beans. I noticed you had your little coffee grinder out. Yeah, okay, I would. The I, one that Jack Duart gave you. Jack Duarte, yeah. Yeah. For, mm -hmm. for uh, when. The, well, we got married. Yeah. We're married. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to. So why? I think that's already ground, though, isn't it? Doesn't it feel is, like yeah. beans. I think it's ground. Yeah, I think it is it's ground and vacuum packed. Yeah. So I'll have to uh, try one of these. All right. So you know that'd be fun to to ask people. What would you like for Christmas? We're not giving it to you, but what yeah. would you like for Christmas? That Here, is food related. Uh, could be. An appliance mm -hmm. could be an ingredient. Yeah. Could be a thing already done mm -hmm. to eat, just something to eat. You know, peppermint bark from Williams Sonoma or something. What would you like for Christmas that is food related? Mm, uh, I think I would. Is this for grown-ups or for kids? Well, it's for anyone, but anyone. 
Well, for uh, if it were grown-ups, there was a, a a dinner that I put together with the help of some uh, very good cookers or cooks around here, and um, and that would be my first choice. Boy, that was fun to to both cook and to eat. Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, it was on the cover of the New Orleans magazine uh, in 1974. Mm, I see. So it was like a, it was like a magazine spread. It was a magazine. It was. It was mm-hmm. an eight-course dinner, if I remember correctly. Uh, maybe it was a Revion. Uh, the, the Revion was not in existence at that time. Well, no, the Revion's been around forever. Yeah, and well, ever, but it didn't gain in popularity. And it's like somebody discovered it. Whoa, let's do this. And that yeah. was like in the '90s. So. But maybe someone had actually discovered it as a Revion and did it, but it didn't come back into vogue into the 90s. No, that that I can believe. Yeah, that's possible. But uh, anyway, I'm trying to think if I, well, you know, obviously the China from Williams-Sonoma, but that's just completely gratuitous. I'd probably never use it. So I don't really have a thing. Oh, well. I don't need any coffee or... Well, I, I, chocolate. I drink uh, coffee in a very regular way, but I hate to bake. A, uh, I hate to get away from the coffees that I love mm-hmm. because they're never quite as good. Yeah, uh, you really do have a thing for one specific kind of coffee. An artisan coffee. Yeah, black uh, is absolutely lost on you. You just don't have a taste for any kind of blended coffee, do you? Uh, sometimes I'll do it just for for yucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I, I've heard, you know, I've done had worse food and wine. Yeah, well, you just you you're not really into the into the the like espresso and all that. Well, you do like that. I do like that. You do like that. Where if I'm taking it in a place where it lives, which yeah. it doesn't. Well, it lives any place you want it to. You know, there are people too. with those machines on their on their counter all over the place. Your uh-huh. daughter-in-law is one of them. I've heard. She has a new espresso maker, a real one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's the kind that they you uh, make. So she's moved away from the Nespresso. Yeah, there was uh, we saw that in um, where was it somewhere? There was a. a uh, Does anybody else buy themselves a Christmas gift? That's an interesting thought. Yeah. That, wait, say that again? Do you buy yourself a Christmas Do gift? Do I buy yourself a Christmas gift? Yeah, a Christmas gift would it be, you know, like a food-related oh, Christmas gift. That's, that's totally wrong. Oh, is it? I think so. I mean, buy yourself a gift? I mean, yeah. if you really need one. I mean, I could use well, I could use uh, some shoes right now. Really? You've yeah. only got 30 pairs of them. No, I don't have that many, really. <laughs> and they're all the same. You need some more of those sweaters. Anyway, we are talking about absolute foolishness, nothing at no, all. No, so let's let's get, let's get people to call and straighten us out and head us in certain direction because we don't even we don't even have the almanac today because we used that one yesterday. Well, I would like to, uh, I, now that you've brought it up, uh, to bring up this fact and let you know that the... the uh, uh, you know, we had uh, a we had I had the, an email. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, we uh, we were working on this uh, not long ago, and I I just felt like there's there's something missing from here, and it turns out that it had all gotten shifted one day over. So that's why yesterday we talked a good bit about sweet potatoes. Yesterday was supposed to be national yeah, sweet good... potatoes. Well, no, a, it's, no, actually, it's today, Tom. Yesterday we talked oh, about it, but yeah. it's today. Uh-huh. Hey, Doug. No, can we did you, it twice. Can you this call is... over to uh, the lake house 
which I believe is 626-3006. Try that and see if it works. And see if Pete can talk, because I want to talk to him about his crab meat cheesecake, which I am working up the nerve to make for Christmas. And I would like him to give me a pep talk about doing this crab meat cheesecake. So if you could get him on the phone after the break at 35, I would love to. They're they're open tonight, so um, he's probably there cooking, but it's not so late that he wouldn't be able to talk. So um, see if that's the right number, first of all, 626-3006. Oh, it's 985-985-626-3006. And uh, we want to talk to Pete. We want to talk to Chef Pete Kusiv. And I want to ask him about his crab meat cheesecake. Because I I will be bringing appetizers to this uh, Christmas dinner that we will be Mm -hmm. attending on Christmas Day. And normally, I mean, I do a very predictable kind of appetizer thing. I've got my spin dip. I've got the... You know, the puff pastry sausages, but those are so good. I can't really get away from those. Uh, I did meat pies one year, um, but I, this year pies I want to. one I, year? No, what? meat pies oh, one meat pies. year. But, you know, I would really, really kind of like to do that crab meat cheesecake. Crab meat? China, it's, it, they have this crab meat cheesecake on the brunch buffet at the lake house every weekend. Hmm. And it's really good, and I would like to try and do it myself. So uh, I want to I want to talk to him and see if he can give me some pointers on on how to do it because um, and if you would even be so kind as to shoot me the recipe or to share the recipe over the phone because I don't know what it is and I'm just assuming it's like a regular cheesecake only savory instead of sweet with crab meat in it and I want to try it. Mm. We ran into kind of a version of that yesterday when we went uh, to Vera's. To Vera's. But that was crab meat au gratin. It was though. crab meat au gratin but it was real you know in the yeah, same category. It was definitely really crab meat and, and very cheesy and uh, very creamy but this is not this is a cheesecake. This is yeah. like a cheesecake that stands on its own where you you get a you know you cut it and uh, you spread it on something, but it's not um, it's not that that really creamy like dip sort of thing. I need to go get that phone. So go oh, she's going to go get the phone, and we'll we'll know this in a moment. Uh, anyhow, I I don't I don't know why we have this series of of information that we put up and we add it uh, we. Um, uh, turn it one page every every day. And yesterday, for some reason, it was marked as the 17th, but it wasn't. It was the 18th. And then the day after that, you would say, well, it'll catch up today. Well, that it didn't. It stayed to be 18. And uh, but th- there's not so much in it that will it will confuse you at all. So uh, anyhow. Most sweet potatoes are harvested in mid-summer to early fall. Well, that's not telling us much around now. But uh, they sure are good, and they sure are part of the Louisiana taste routine. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We will come back with more of the program in just a moment after first, if you will, 
Thanks. Uh, we, we've got a bunch of things on our minds that we can spread out to everybody else and have a good time mutually with. So uh, anyway, 260-6368 is our telephone number. And uh, I want to tell you in advance that uh, HD Radio, which we have been running here since just about anybody else in town, about three, four, five years, I've lost track of it. But uh, it's coming out. You're going to hear more and more of it all the time, and I think you will like it a lot better too. So, uh, but I don't have, I don't really have anything to. to anybody talk gone about. to the Revions? I want to know Revion. about Revions too. Let's see if anybody has the Revion. In case you've never done this, it's uh, something that got started uh, back in the 1800s. Yeah, a long time ago. And if you go to Europe, it's much uh, sooner than that. It goes back a long, long way. And uh, what happened around New Orleans uh, was that uh, some of the people who promote the city, especially at times during which the city uh, doesn't pull in as much business at, at, as it does at other times. Yeah. Well, uh, this uh, got rejiggered a bit, and suddenly we have these special menus of really great food at a terrific price, and even the wines were discounted down a good bit, and uh, there's a big list of it. Here's uh, how you can uh, dig in on this. M-I-F-I, wait a minute. No, F-Q-F-I. F-Q-F-I. Or you could go to nomenu.com. Well, that's true, too. Where, you know what, I have to make a change right now. I forgot to put something in there that I needed to. But oh. every day we've been featuring a Revion with a link to all of the other menus for Revion. There's only eight? No. No? Okay. No, we've been featuring a, a Revion every day. Yeah. And unless there's a special holiday dinner, like yesterday, Nina Compton had a black truffle lunch, so mm -hmm. we did that instead. And then I think last week uh, we did the seven fishes at Avo. So it's a holiday menu gets featured every day. So um, today's is Frank Brightson's uh, Revion. Which is a uh, good one. Yeah, it's a good one, and it's it's mm -hmm. got a lot of choices. You know, there's like it's not like the Pelican Club where there's seven or eight choices. This one has a lot of choices though. So, but then I usually will put to view all the other menus in the piece, and I forgot to do it today, so I'm going to make mm. that change in just a minute. But you can go to nomenu.com yesterday, I believe. And, uh, you know, I, I wonder if I put it in yesterday either. But anyway, there's a link in there See, it can happen. to all of the all of the holiday uh, menus. I'm going to have to check that out at the next break. Tom, yes. on your uh, almanac that yes. we didn't get to yesterday. We got to is, some of it. Yeah, but you yeah. didn't get to all of it. We didn't the Ladyfinger. The Ladyfinger. Yeah. Yes, which is that sponge cake. Is, 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 are we Mike a is on. on, on oh, the... Mike. Oh, yeah. I'm, Mike is going to ask me about Adam, isn't he? Adam? Hello. Yeah. Mike. Hello. Hello. Yes. Are can you going to ask me why Adam didn't come on yesterday? No, I heard your explanation yesterday evening. Are you going to have him Friday? I'm going to try. I, he's, you know, I'm trying to get a hold of him, but he's very busy and he's not, uh, he's not responding as, uh, you know, to to my. Text and emails. Yeah, so. that's that, that's not why I called. Um, I have not had the crab meat cheesecake at the Lake House. Does it have a pecan crust by any chance? You know, I, I see so many things that do. I'm hemp tempted to say yes, but I don't. I think, think so. it has a cracker 
crust. I think All right. that's the reason, um, the reason, more of, the reason more I'm, of what it is. Um, the reason I'm asking is that you piqued my curiosity when I heard you say what you said. So I Googled crab meat cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And the first the first thing that came up was the Palace Cafe's recipe on the Food Network web, website. Oh, they were famous for that, and I'm sure it's still on their menu. Does that right. have a pecan crust? Yes. It, it that does. That was something that goes back to the opening of that restaurant, as I recall. Well, you know what I'm going to do so, for my crust? No, tell us. I'm going to – I have this obsession with um, with the Stacy's fire-roasted jalapeno pita chips. Run that by again? Stacy's pita chips. Oh, those things. Yeah, they've got several different varieties, mm-hmm. and now they have a fire-roasted jalapeno. And so I am going to crush those and make that the crust. That sounds good. I, yeah. I, I think uh, things like that are underrated. Um I like putting them in, well, we were just talking about it, uh, in uh, the uh, fr- uh, the uh, cheesecakes. You can yeah. put them in there. Yeah. And, well, uh, we- I, and I do it with lots of other, other things, too. Have you uh, have you ever tried to make a cheesecake, Mike? I've made conventional cheesecakes, yeah. I haven't made yeah, no, one no, in quite a while. No, I'm talking about a savory, a savory one. No, 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 I've yeah. never done that. No, yeah, I'm going to try it. Oh, Doug, oh. did you... I hope you tried to get him. I'm going to ask you at the top of the hour to to call him again. On the subject of candy. (laughs) On the subject of candy. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping somebody would go for it. My my wife, a few years back, started making salted pistachio brittle. Hmm, that's different. That sounds good. It's amazingly good. It's so much better than peanut brittle that you – it's unbelievable how – much richer it is because the pistachio is being richer than peanuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's tried, she's tried it with cashews and pecans, but nothing seems to work as good as the pistachios. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, on the subject of the, Christmas what's the, gifts. What's the candy aspect of it? It's it's like a regular hard candy? She's, she's, she's making is. brittle. It's, it's, it's the equivalent yeah. of peanut brittle. She's making yeah. it with corn syrup, Cairo yeah. syrup. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, but but it's got the it's got the sea salt, so you got the contrast between the salt and the sweet. Yeah. That's what really makes it good, you know, mm-hmm. and the richness of the pistachios. Does she make this oh, to give us gifts and stuff? She does. Yeah, yeah. she gives a lot of it. It always seems to be very welcome and very enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, the subject of Christmas gifts for oneself. Uh, I'd like a six pack of 2008 Dom Perignon, <laughs> but I think I will have mm-hmm. to give it to myself. Okay. (laughs) You know what? That's great. Give it to yourself. Um, At least, you know, you can't get the wrong size. That's right. There you go. That's how that always works. I was was meandering around the Mandeville Equistapace this morning, and he Mm -hmm. had a display display set up between the cash registers and the cheese department, and it's it's a champagne producer called Gosset, or as us Philistines would say, Gosset. And it's the brute, the brute excellence. It's thirty four ninety nine a bottle. I'm sitting here drinking it as we speak, and it's absolutely delicious. Absolutely good. It's like a sparkling. It's like a sparkling Chablis. Okay, so uh, Mike, if you see Adam when you go in there, why don't you tell him to come? And you should come with him. Do you ever cross the lake? I don't think anything I would say to Adam would influence him in any way, shape, or form. 
Well, I he's really been don't. on the show with us several times. In well, the past. I was going to yeah. say you could come on the taste, come do the tasting. To, you could do the tasting. You yeah, know, he's never, I, he's never, he's never one place very long. You know, he moves around a lot between his various locations, and uh-huh. like you say, this is a really busy time of the year for right, one. Yeah, so it really I, is. I, I, I don't know. You know, what, I hope you, you, uh, I hope you can get him, get him on Mike, though, because I enjoy Mike, hearing. Yeah. Well, you should before come you, on. You be, should do it, too. Before you disappear, uh, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. And now everybody just shuts up. I didn't – that's not what Well, I, it's sort of like, a, uh, you know, well, speaking you, from the mount, Tom. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, you were talking just in passing about Chablis. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, we, we haven't talked about that not lately anyway. But uh, it was one of the first wines I ever got a, a taste for. And I've always loved it. And the fact that it looks like it's going to be the lightest thing you could possibly put down your mouth, uh, it is, it's, it's got a, a, a setup all its own. It, it, it's just uh, something you get out of it. And I still kind of, for some people, I'm still thinking about the days when you would get it from way down south in California. Yeah, I, I grew up with Gallo Ruby Chablis, so I know what you're talking about, yeah. you know, <laughs> which is not really Chablis at all. No, it's but not I, at all. But, it, but it, when you get it straightened out and where you do have the real thing, it is so much better than it seems like it's going to be. I love it. Every chance I get. When Max Zander was still alive, he introduced me to a Chablis producer called Fev. It's F-E-V-R-E. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And he they make some. Me too. They make some really wonderful Chablis, and what's so great about Chablis is is that it's not the heavy wine that a lot of California Chardonnays can be. I don't know if everybody knows, but Chablis is 100 percent Chardonnay, is what it is. Yeah, it's, but it's it's it's, it's produced it's produced in an area of France where the soils have a lot of minerality, and it's a light wine compared to any heavily oak or heavily buttery Chardonnays that you might be familiar with. And it goes absolutely wonderful with the food of our city. I mean, you know, with it seafood, sure and it's really I, good. Uh, it would go great with sushi, for instance, because it's a really good palate cleanser. You know, I remember so, a dinner that we did uh, with Dick Brennan Sr. and uh, a few other people, and uh, he uh, he was he had a real taste for Chablis too. So. Uh, I'd have to look up the details, but I remember that as being one of our best dinners ever. And we did a yeah, bunch Fev, of them. Fev is pr- pretty readily available, F-E-V-R-E. It's most on a lot of supermarket shelves, so it's not real esoteric mm-hmm. where you can't find it, you know. Yeah. Okay, I have a okay. question for both of you. I yes. am not an enophil at all and don't really know much about it, but it seems to me. Ne- neither am I. Oh, baloney. <laughs> it seems to me that Chardonnay is sort of a pedestrian wine. So why would Dick Brennan be such a fan? It, it was well, one of those things that it I'll, looked like I'll it an- was not much, but it was a lot. I'll answer that question in in a very simple way, that if you go to the Mandeville Acoustic Base and you look in the glass case where the high-end wines are, they have some bottles of Chardonnay that sell for about $450 a bottle. They're a, they're a, it's a Grand Cru uh, Chardonnay from France called Batard Montrachet. And, it's, you know, it, Chardonnay is like everything else. You have every qualitative level of it from the undrinkable to the slum. 
So it's not pedestrian, not not in any sense of the really? imagination. Okay. No, it really isn't. I mean, there's a lot of bad Chardonnay, okay? I that can't must tell be the stuff many, I've had because I don't like it. Yeah, I can't tell you how many $40 bottles of California Chardonnay I poured down the kitchen sink because all I tasted was oak. Okay. But thankfully, okay. the trend the trend over oak Chardonnay has, has waned. Okay, well, maybe but that's no, it. Chardonnay is probably the greatest white wine grape in the world. Really? Yeah, I, I, yeah. you know, I've never thought about that before, but I think you may be right about that. It's yeah. certainly, uh, in its accessibility, that's a big help, too. I like you, Pinot Gris. I think that's a really good one. Yeah, and well, it is. And so, so, so is Riesling. You know, Germany makes world-class Riesling. But well, I it's, think Chardonnay, it's super dry. That's what I like about it. The Chardonnay is, yeah. I don't know, I just have never warmed to it. Anyway. Okay. Hope you get at them on Friday. Talk to you all later. All right. Okay, uh, thanks. It's the food show. Oh, I forgot to ask him if he had any candy bowls at his house. Mm, I think he does. I think he has his wife's pistachio. Michael, call us back. His wife's pistachio um, brittle. Now, Mike said that he Googled uh, crab meat cheesecake. The first one that came <laughs> up, of course, was uh, was what he mentioned. The second one that comes up is the one that is served at Dickie Brennan's restaurants. Oh. And I that can is, believe that. And that full recipe is right online where anybody can grab it and use it. Mm -hmm. And they do use pecans at, uh, for the crust. Yeah, it's, that, that's a signature dish for well, them. Well, I'm going to create a wonderful new version with my crunched up Stacy's fire-roasted jalapeno chips. Now, for that, that, uh, that hot taste, he does add some Tabasco sauce into the uh, into the mix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to text. Uh, I'm going to text the folks over at Lake House and have Pete call in uh, for the next hour. So, um, so we'll we'll get him somewhere. I mean, I, unless he's out of town. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you are looking and hoping for some really expensive or not even expensive. Christmas gift that mm -hmm. is food related. Yeah. What is that? We would love to hear from you on that subject. Why not? Yeah. Tom's been asking for an espresso maker. And Tom got an espresso maker two years ago. And then it sat for two years. Boy, I'm going to hear this. And then the day I, I gifted it. No, I'm just saying it's not a problem, but you're just, just not getting another one because you already we, had one. Let me. <laughs> I, I want to tell uh, why I was so reticent in that. Yeah. Here is these. This machine comes mostly from Europe. Has these little cartridges. Yeah. Pretty much, they're dome shaped. I think everybody's except, familiar with what an espresso is. Yeah. Well, some people aren't, but what they, a lot of people really don't see is that the cost difference between that coffee made with those little dome yeah, things right. and just a plain old coffee right, uh, right. brewed your way. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, that's what I'm working with. And I just... Uh, I, I, you just I, it, felt they, like it was an extravagance that you couldn't It's condone. a little expensive, those things. Yeah. And it seems to me also that it's a, there's a waste issue involved. Uh -huh. You know, these little pieces of scrap something or other. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe uh, maybe they have things worked out so that everything works perfectly, but uh, that's kind of what I've heard. Tom, did the same girl who normally cuts your hair cut your hair today? No. You know what? What? Tom has a hip 
as he has a hip haircut. Tom went to I get do. a haircut today, and he's got so, one of those so really, really right short. Uh, it's yeah. If you had hair on top, it would be long, which is the thing. You have this really, really, really. It is really, really short hair everywhere except on top. It's a ridiculous haircut, but in your case, it really works because you don't have the long hair on top. Well, what actually motivated me to do this is that I got a phone call from one of my two uh, grandsons. Yes. And they were laughing at me (laughs) because I had this white beard, which I've been laying uh, at Christmas a, time Tom I, grows his beard out like I, Santa I Claus and it's and I was looking at it and I said to myself over and over again lordy he's ugly and it's it just didn't it, it really needed to be replaced <laughs> so you you think it works no it really it's like it's hip it's it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's you'll probably be traumatized by that but your hair Tom is only about a quarter inch long, which yeah. is the standard now for all men's haircuts or guys' haircuts. And it's just yeah. strange to see you with sporting something so hip. Well, I never <laughs> sold myself on the, uh, on looks. Okay. So anyway, uh, we were talking about lady fingers before lady Mike fingers. called. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I make... was thinking, you know, it's funny because I, uh, I was thinking about the show yesterday. And... Um, I, I would call it a buffet yeah, or a buffet. And we put these questions out every single day, and very few people ever call on them. And I was thinking that if it's a buffet, then the apparently the call questions that we put out to people are viewed by listeners like the buffet where there's a bowl of vanilla pudding with vanilla wafers. You know that that look. It's a really sad. <laughs> ex- it's a really exactly. sad little dessert that no one wants. What's and it's it going to be it's it's pudding. It's like vanilla banana oh, uh-huh. pudding with vanilla wafers. You know that thing? Do you remember vanilla wafers? I, anyway, um Yeah, I like them. I I'm sure I'm sure do. you did. Anyway, so uh it's kind of like that. So there's all this food out there, and then there's the little sad bowl of the pudding with the <laughs> vanilla wafers. That's what our listeners think of the questions that we ask. We have a big buffet, and there in the corner, left all by itself, are Poor the Lauren. questions that we ask. And that's kind of the reason I mention that is because, first of all, I was thinking about it oddly enough this morning. And a lady finger has some similarities to a uh, vanilla dessert. wafer. Also, those desserts, uh, the name of which I'm lo- is lost to me at the moment, uh, in Italian restaurants. Tiramisu? Tiramisu, yeah. 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 What about it? Well, uh, there is one version of that that is, in fact, made with... Uh, I thought they were all made with lady fingers. Lady fingers, but you can also get it done with uh, leftover... Uh, um, isn't tiramisu like a coffee-based dessert? Uh, not necessarily. No, it can be served that way. But, in fact, you know, uh, as it's, this is coming out of my mouth, I realize 
that that is true. And not only that, but the flavor in it is very high degrees of espresso. So That's it, what I'm saying. It's, it's, very, got it's a coffee-based dessert. Yeah. And if, yeah. You, uh, and if you're is trying to go to sleep. There's chocolate in it, too, though, isn't there? Huh? Isn't there chocolate in it, too? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you could say that. I'm pretty sure it, it, that happens. Yeah, I think it is. I think it yeah. looks like a chocolate dessert, but in reality, it's more coffee-based. Yeah, well, I'll buy that. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really ever eat that because it's, it's coffee. You don't do coffee? 30 years, Tom. Yeah, that's right. You have been telling me that for 30 years. <laughs> okay, I get Tom's myself... deaf dining rule. No place in the world has all the food of all the world. That's true. If you true. have looked in vain for a certain foodstuff or a dish where you live, it may well mean that you have to travel elsewhere to mm-hmm. find it. For example, pierogies in New Orleans. Actually, they do have those now. They do? Where? Or crawfish etouffee in Poland. I hope they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the encroaching globalization of everything, um, these things that you would have to get in a certain place, you chances are you have them where you live because they're, you know, it's everything is spreading everywhere. And whether or not that's a good thing is up for debate and not for this show. But anyway, 260-6368 is the number. If you would like to chat with us, you can't do that for another five minutes, but call us after mm-hmm. the news. Yeah, why not? And we would love to talk to you about whatever it is. Yeah, that, that or anything would, else. Whatever in, it is that's on your mind. And what's in that big bowl of... of uh, yes. What our our little mints. our little dishes of sad pudding with vanilla wafers today? Those are what's in your candy bowl, hmm. and well, it'd be a nice surprise for some people. Do you have a gift that you would like someone to give you for Christmas, be it food or I, some appliance? In a lot of situations, food? I would uh, dearly give a lot to uh, have one of those. All right. We'll be back after the news. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.